Good morning, dear mamas. How are you? So it's uh, 8 o'clock in the morning and I'm on my way to work. Don't worry, I am hands-free. Um, I'm going to do a morning riff because I feel a calling to talk about release. The idea of releasing things. So anytime I uh, think of a word or am focused on a word, I often go back to the origin of it. Just because I think it's really important that we make up all kinds of shit about words all the time based on our definitions of our experience, based on our experiences in life. And so what I did this morning, uh, don't worry, I wasn't doing it when I was driving. Um, I um, looked up the word, the origin of the word, uh, release. Um, And I'm going to geek out for just a moment so I can tell you the context of why I'm talking about this and whether this actually relates to this podcast. So the idea of uh, the origin of the word release, so re is to do again, is to like repeat, do again, right? So just think of like repeat, release, uh, redo, etc. Okay. And if you look at the word lease, if you go back to the origin of the word uh, lease, it actually means to let go. So the word release in its like compounded like release together is actually to let go again. It's not to let go. Release is not to just to let go. It's to let go again. And I think this is really powerful because as mothers, we are constantly in a state of releasing. And if we don't release, if we don't move on, we are just holding on to too much stuff all the time. I saw a piece of artwork this weekend and it's, uh, it was a sculpture somebody had posted in a mama's group. And it was a woman and on her back... Uh, sorry, on her front was this beautiful little girl kind of hanging from her, the statue. And on her back was like a dishwasher and a computer and coffee cups and laundry and all of these things. And it was stacked up really high. If you've seen it before, I can't remember the artist, um, but I saw this image and I was just like, what? Yes, this, somebody has captured what it's like to be a mother 24 seven with all of these things on your back, literally and figuratively. Um, I always have them on my friend cause my daughter is attached to me these days. Um, Um, And it's a constant spin of everything that is going on all the time. It's a lot. We don't recognize the amount that we actually do. And actually, if you took 10 minutes while you sipped your coffee this morning and you actually wrote down everything that you 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 feel responsible for or that you are in tow of every day, you are going to be blown away at what you actually do. In fact, I actually even encourage you to go ahead and write a list of everything that you do in a day, in a week, in a month. It's a lot. So if you're feeling tired, exhausted, and overwhelmed, and underappreciated, and all those things, here's why. (laughs) You know, if we aren't doing our own inventory, we're gonna have a really hard time sorting out and creating the best health for ourselves. And so when I go back to the word release and why it's so important, uh, it goes back to this podcast and into, you know, life and motherhood and working and all that kind of stuff. when I started to create this podcast, I actually had no idea what I was doing. I just felt this call, as I mentioned in the introduction, to like just talk, just talk this out, just talk this through. Maybe it's therapeutic for myself, and I know that it'll connect with you at some level at some point. So keep listening. Uh, and I kept recording it over and over and over again. It went from four minutes to 11 minutes to seven minutes. And I was just like recording this introduction and I got a bunch of moms to give me feedback to say like, is this, you know, what do you think of this? Do you connect with it? Do you understand it? 
Does it make sense to you? Would you listen to it more? So I did some little bit of market research informally and I took into consideration all of their comments and then I was like, this doesn't feel right because I just keep recording and recording and recording and recording and I'm not releasing anything. All I'm doing is fixating on it being perfect rather than just doing it and seeing what happens, which is what I normally do in life when I'm not feeling overwhelmed. Part of not releasing something is really about taking control of it. And we're trying to control things that can tell you it will feel less in control. We'll actually feel more out of control the more control that we try to take. The more that we release, that we let go, the more that we have an opportunity to actually be at ease, in balance, in peace, in harmony, and just go, it is what it is. I actually saw an Instagram post this morning in the middle of brushing my teeth because that's when I look at Instagram these days as well. I'm brushing my teeth because that's the only few minutes that I actually have. And uh, I saw this post about um, write your worry on a sheet of paper, fold it up like a paper airplane, and as you throw it, uh, imagine yourself releasing it. And I thought to myself, huh. Like, can it be that easy? Can it be that easy to release whatever it is that you're going through, that you're trying to control, that you're feeling overwhelming? Maybe for some people it might. You might have to do it a hundred times over again. Um, But there are tools that you can do to release. So the first one that I gave you was just in and around writing a list of everything that you do and stopping for a moment, pausing and going, what's mine and what's not mine? What am I actually, what's urgent and important and what can just wait? And where can I take a break in all of this to do some self-care? Where can I actually take a moment to actually go, there's my breath. Here's what's real and important. Here's where I am. Here's what I need. And in order to accomplish this, my cup has to be full. It can't be empty. So I have to release something. If we're hanging on to everything and trying to do and be superwoman, I mean, you are superwoman. Don't get me wrong. And... Superwoman also delegates. She doesn't take everything on. She brings her community together to support her. We have this weird notion that a woman, a strong woman, is an independent woman. An independent woman is somebody who does it all. Trust me, I am guilty of this 110%. I I can't tell you the amount that I take on by myself. And then I have to go myself, wow, whoa, hold on. Why are you so tired? I look at everything that I'm doing. Do I need to do all of this? Probably not. Probably not. A good example, this weekend, so I, I brought in a new caregiver for my daughter. My daughter is one years old. I'm transitioning back to work. This is my second week this week. And um, I decided a few weeks ago that it would be in my best interest and my daughter's best interest to have somebody in our home that can help support us. And I ended up finding an angel that just has popped so far, an angel, huh? um, has popped into uh, uh, an opportunity where she's moved in. She's amazing. She is a trained caregiver. And um, I'm lucky and fortunate enough that I have an extra bedroom bathroom for her uh, that she could have so I can manage that financially. And um, and also find her other work in the community so that she you know, can supplement um, when she's not watching my daughter. And so here I am. I'm integrating Saturday. I get home Saturday morning from the city, my daughter and I, and my dog, Lucy. And we get home. Four hours later, Monique is coming. I have to pick her up at the ferry, bring her to my house, 
make sure that her bed's ready, her room's cleaned, the laundry's folded, everything that like I'm going to be working with her to help me support, I'm actually doing at this point. So I'm cleaning, I'm cooking some stuff, I'm getting things organized, and I realize like I have no firewood. So I still use firewood for my house because that's the way my house is and I don't really plan on changing it. Um, so then I realize I have no firewood outside the house. So Monique comes and I have just enough to light a fire get her settled and go okay tomorrow morning before I leave to go back to the city because I have to go back to the city for another week of my new job orientation and um I, I you know get everything ready orient her a bunch of stuff the morning comes it's eight o'clock she's taking my dog for a walk I'm taking my daughter to drop off at uh at the ferry terminal so that she can spend the day with her father and I go back and I start stacking hauling wood uh, up and down the stairs and so that's all lined up for her for the week and she stops me and she's like Loretta I can do this and I'm like yeah I know I just want to get it ready for you she's like no stop slow down I can do this that's why I am here and I was like what yeah okay right like it literally took her to be in my face and going stop like I can do this it's okay relax and I was so wrapped up in all the things that I needed to prepare and do and, and, and be that person for everyone that I didn't take a moment and notice what she was capable of. And so when you're actually, so this is a, was a really big aha moment for me. When I'm not releasing that duty, when I'm not you know, being present, I'm actually not honoring the other people in my life. There's a difference between being depended on and interdependence. Interdependence is part of a community where we rely on other people to support us, utilizing their strengths, their gifts, and their skills, and their service. If we're taking that away from them, we're actually doing not only us a disservice, but we're doing them a disservice. It's actually separating us from community. Now, I don't know how you operate in the world, but I'm just so used to doing everything myself that I just realized that I am doing people a disservice when I'm not asking for support. And people, because for me, my number one, uh, you know, most important thing for me is being of service to other people. That's one of my core values is how can I be of service to you? But if I'm not being of service to myself, I can't be a service to other people. So people don't ask me to do many things for them anymore because they know how full my plate is. But if they knew how important it was and I was releasing some of the stuff that I don't really need to do and other people can do, I can welcome the things that I actually enjoy being a service of. Does that make sense? I hope it does. It does in my head. Anyways, it was this huge, huge aha moment I had about releasing, about being present to what it is that I need, making sure that my cup is full. You know, and it's funny. So I get on that ferry after I set up Monique and I to go pick up my daughter and then come back into the city. And uh, one of my board of directors for my nonprofit, um, I have to drop something off for her. And uh, uh, I, she said, well, what do you have to do? And I was like, oh, I really love to get my nails done because I haven't got my nails done in a while. Sounds silly and maybe a little bit vain for some of you. But the fact is, I like getting my nails done in the work that I do. People are looking at my hands. So... I, um, uh, I was like, yeah, I need to get my nails and I just don't wear. And she's like, I'll book it for you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. She's like, no, I'll book it for you. She texted me and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. That was great. She's like, what time? 
so I tell her like two o'clock. And so she goes and texts me back within 10 minutes and says, I found you an appointment, two o'clock, here's the address. And she tagged the map for me of where to go. And I was like, wow. I tell you, it just changed my day. So her ability to be of service to me in that way definitely made her feel good because she was able to do something for me because her life is really busy. And I felt amazing that somebody was able to do that for me. And my cup automatically became full-er because not only did I get my nails done in the time that I needed to get them done in to get my, to go pick up my daughter, but at the same time, you know, I had somebody do something for me instead of always doing something for somebody else. So when we release this need to control, to be superwoman, to be on top of everything, we're actually allowing a bunch of little miracles to show up. And then the rest of the day was like that too. If things just started to, I was like, what do I need to take? And what do I need to let go? Where do I need to ask for help? And I just kept going at the flow of things. And it was incredible what showed up for me uh, in the last couple of days because of it. So uh, what am I getting at? I guess the, the point is like fucking let go, <laughs> like release if you need to. And you need to do it again. So going back to the origin of the word, just keep doing it again. Just keep doing it again. Just keep releasing. Every time that you feel like you need to take control or something, release it. Just keep releasing until it becomes a natural state of being where you're interacting and interwoven with people around you in a really powerful way, supporting each other. So that you don't feel alone, you don't feel isolated, that you are part of something bigger and greater. And even if you feel like you don't need to and somebody's offering, take them up on it. They're offering because they want to. And when somebody asks you to do something, uh, they're offering to do something for you and you constantly say no. When you really need them, they're going to think, well, she just, she can do it herself. So it's not a big deal. So what you're doing is you're training and supporting that community in and around you. So even if you don't need it, but it would be useful or helpful, take it. Take the offers that are out there um, and just let it be. Let that interconnection and that possibility be created in a powerful way so that as a community, you're starting to shift or as an individual, you're starting to shift the way that you look and interact with community. I guarantee it's going to give you so many powerful gifts and uh and for just another little funny or I don't know it's funny to me because I'm going to keep going back to it and I think I'm just going to make this the actual theme song of this podcast is dear mama let yourself be appreciated all the best have an awesome day and listen soon